There we go. There you go. Thank you, Kelly. You're welcome. Perfect. All right. Well, um, to start off here, please describe the Campus Free Speech Caucus's aims and the reasoning behind its creation. Yeah, the biggest uh, issue we're dealing with when it comes to college campuses is just cancel culture. Uh, why we call this the Free Speech Caucus is really to provide one more step to try and create some balance. For all the talk of diversity on college campuses these days, the only diversity that's really not apparent is intellectual or thought diversity. Uh, that unless you're aligned with the radical, radical left, even moderates, let alone conservative voices, really are not allowed to be heard. And uh, we, we've, uh, when I say we, I mean Young America's Foundation, YF, we've been involved in the free speech battle for some time. In fact, in the last few years, we've done some really big battles at the University of California, Berkeley and other places, but Berkeley probably being the most significant where the university, after we filed a lawsuit, had to back down and change their policies, uh, actually make a slight payment to us for legal fees and completely alter their policy because they claimed they were for free speech, but in the end, they put up barriers that made it almost impossible for a conservative group to bring speakers in. And so this free speech caucus, which has got even in the last 24 hours, a growing number of members of the house is one more tool along with state and local leaders to try and uh, avoid just having to go to court every time there's a violation of our constitutional rights and instead be proactive so that students, organizations, and speakers are able to be heard. All right. Thank you. And uh, who's taking the lead in this caucus? Well, it's it put together and initiated by YF, so Young America's Foundation. We've been pleased to have two co-chairs that we're working with uh, now, a longtime uh, YAF ally and member of Congress, Congressman Jim Jordan, and a relatively new member, the youngest uh, woman in the Republican uh, caucus conference, uh, that is uh, U.S. Representative Kat uh, Kamek, who's from Florida. The two of them are, are getting uh, working together. In her case, she actually has uh, a, a vested interest because University of Florida is one of the places where we've had to work and threaten legal action in the past. She's been very aware of that. And uh, of course, is working with Congressman Jordan, who's been very active uh, on this and so many other issues in the past. So the two of them are the co-chairs. We'll be a part of helping them uh, provide support and information for their monthly briefings. And in the House, unlike the U.S. Senate, they actually had to file to make this an official caucus. And so that's what we just announced this week. Okay, <coughs> thank you. Uh, and now a philosophical question. Uh, what do you mean when you say free speech? Yeah, well, the simple thing is the Constitution guarantees the rights of free speech. Um, our belief is that it should be not only guaranteed in the Constitution, but revered on our college campuses, yet it's where it's the most at risk. And so uh, certainly we come at it from a conservative point of view. But when we talk about free speech, it's anybody. Uh, it, it's whether you're conservative versus liberal. It could be someone who's got a different religious belief than I do. It could be someone who's got a different point of view or opinion than I do. <clears throat> but we believe that's something that uh, our founders intended. It's why we live in a republic, not just a democracy, uh, because a republic looks out for the interest. Uh, it's not mob rule. 
it's their fundamental rights that are guaranteed to every American citizen. And uh, one of the foremost right there in the, in the very first amendment is the guarantee of free speech. And uh, we believe that that's fundamental and should be protected for anyone, regardless of who they are, what they look like, what, where they come from, or what their beliefs are. All right. And on that last bit, um, would this include defending the speech rights of those who espouse ideologies such as critical race theory, various forms of supremacy, or collectivism, socialism, communism? Um, I, I guess more simply, if they exist, what are the outer limits of acceptable speech? Well, to us, it's always been two parts. We think there's free speeches, particularly on college campuses. Uh, there needs to be a discussion of ideas, a debate of ideas. Obviously, there are some ideas um, like those on either. Actually, those two examples you gave are not uh, unrelated, uh, unfortunately, in, mm -hmm. in the sense that I, I would argue that critical race theory in its purest form is state sanctioned racism. Um, and, and the irony is uh, for the many of the people claiming to profess their support for that also try to claim the legacy of people like Dr. Martin Luther King when um, if you read his teachings and his words, uh, they'd be quite the contrary. Of course, certainly one of the most famous speeches of all time by Dr. King, uh, the speech on the, on the mall of Washington, actually he said he dreamed of a day when his children would be judged by the content of the character, not by the color of their skin. Uh, but having those debates uh, is certainly one thing. Um, we don't believe that from a conservative standpoint, although who knows in the future, it could be, uh, it could be somebody else. Uh, if you limit one person's free speech today, a decade, two, you know, or years into the future, it could be somebody else's completely different. So one, uh, our view is two part. One, free speech needs to be guaranteed for everyone, which is what the Constitution says, even if I don't like it, even if I disdain it. Uh, free speech is a guaranteed right in the U.S. Constitution, and we shouldn't have to go to court every, every time uh, someone tries to block or threaten it. Secondly, as a conservative, then I believe it's incumbent upon me, even if I don't have a perfectly level playing field, but at least have an entry point uh, mm. into the dialogue, uh, then I have to make the case for the ideas that I believe are the best, and which just as a tangent on that, on that very topic, I argue that that uh, you know, when it comes to today's uh, progressives, uh, yesterday's liberals, uh, that they're really trying to pit one group of Americans versus another, meaning if you don't agree with them, you're a Neanderthal, you're racist, you're sexist, you're transphobic, whatever the phrase of the day is, uh, where they're pitting one group versus another. Uh, our argument uh, beyond free speech is as conservatives, I argue, we should be talking about our love for America and how we want freedom and opportunity available for everyone, uh, no matter what they look like, no matter what their background, no matter where they come from, whether you were born here or you legally came here from somewhere else, we should be advocating for the same thing for everyone. That is uh, more access to freedom and opportunity. All right, thank you. And um, with much of education, being controlled or the province of the states, what federal legislation will alleviate this need for speech protections? How much should we be regulating education from DC? Yeah, uh, as little as possible. 
Um, and so this is not the be all end all. This is part of an overall effort where we want to work with governors, uh, lawmakers, local officials, um, and, and even just leaders on individual campuses. But we do know currently, while so much is pushed out of Washington, uh, it's good to have folks in the House and the Senate, and ideally someday again, even the administration, who are looking out to ensure uh, free speech is a part of uh, whatever's coming out of Washington. Uh, personally, I'd, I, I would love to have nothing come out of Washington. I actually think our founders intended it that way. Uh, and so our goal is not to take over uh, education policy, uh, but rather to uh, for the decisions that are made in, in our federal government uh, to make sure that there are people, watchdogs, if you will, uh, looking out to ensure that free speech rights uh, are protect, not only protected, but that they, the actions of the federal government do not in any way uh, encumber the ability of uh, students and other individuals to see their free speech rights protected. All right. Thank you. Last question. Um, with the Democrats in control of Congress until at least 2022, what are the short-term uh, opportunities to protect speech um, with this caucus? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is um, attention. I mean, it, it, just the mere fact that as we have a growing number of members of the House and then subsequently uh, the Senate uh, talking about free speech. And, and by the way, it doesn't have to be a partisan issue. If you look at it philosophically, it should be there should be just as many Democrats signing up for this caucus as Republicans. I don't know practically if that'll happen. Hmm. Uh, but if you look at the issue of free speech, I mean, you know, 40, 50 years ago, uh, a lot of the people who are the purveyors of restrictions on free speech today were college students in the 60s going into the 70s arguing against uh, university policy that they thought was prohibitive against liberal points of view. Now they're liberals running those colleges and universities, prohibiting conservative points of view. Uh, it's funny how some things come full circle. Uh, the bottom line is free speech is free speech and matter who's involved, what the opinions are. Um, and so, again, I'm not going to hold my breath that there's going to be uh, a majority of, of members of, of the Free Speech Caucus uh, who are Democrats, but, but hopefully there'll be some, because um, to me, it should be a chip shot. It's an easy argument to make uh, that you believe in free speech no matter what. Uh, but more than anything, even if this caucus isn't able to get specific legislation passed, uh, they certainly can draw attention to this issue, which is in of itself helpful. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for your time, sir. Yeah, my pleasure. Good, good chat with you. And uh, sorry about the technical issue to begin with, but uh, we worked it all out. And I, I love the fact not only that you had your model, the USS Constitution there, but that uh, I was able to to find uh, my challenge point that matched. So uh, perfect timing and uh, good luck to you. Yep. 